What's up guys, this is Joe from The Married Life and we wanna welcome you to kind of part three of New Year's resolutions, uh, kinda like all month long. We're hitting on that, so Chrissy and I did a part one and part two already and now in this episode, we're interviewing Dr. Ryan Angelo and his wife, Mackenzie Angelo, and hitting on aspects of their life on how they got healthy, what that looked like to change some habits of their life, how to create new habits, and so if this New Year's, your goal was to make a resolution of getting healthy together as a family, as husband and wife, you do not want to miss this episode. And maybe your resolution wasn't to get healthy, but they dropped some crazy information on health in this podcast, so you will not be disappointed. Welcome to The Married Life. This is part one with our interview with Ryan and Mackenzie Angelo. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joe and... Chrissy. That's right. (laughs) You said the and with me. I wow, did. it's like we're one. We are. And this is The Married Life, and today we are interviewing Ryan and Mackenzie Angelo. Wow, what a house full of Angelos. Wow. Glory. There's more testosterone in the house today. Because a usually. A little more. Right, because. But she came too, so yeah, she Yeah, I guess so it's even. Yeah, she cancels out his testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> Still a house full of estrogen. It is, it is. Uh, and the reason I say that is because I have three daughters plus a wife. Uh, and our dog that died a couple years ago was oh a woman gosh. also. Why so I'm just saying, like, I, there's just a lot of estrogen. Anyways, back to it. So this month we're focusing on resolutions because it's New Year's. Everyone sets resolutions. And I love what you shared before that 80% of those will fail by February. Mm-hmm. But I pe- can't wait for those 80% to get out of the gym. I know. They're taking up your they treadmill, are. aren't they? They are. They're in my way. Shoo, shoo. Come on, February. <laughs> But people, people really do have good intentions. Like the people that you see at the gym, they, they have good I intentions really to be there. I feel really bad for them though because I know, like I know the newbie. Like you see oh, him. Yeah. First of all, brand they, new clothes. Brand new clothes. <laughs> they got them for Christmas. They look lost. They have no idea what they're doing. Listen, but sometimes that's me at the gym. Today, <laughs> no, I was trying to watch a YouTube video and walk around. And I'm like, here, I'm like, I look like a noob. Like I look like this is my first time. You just a know noob. them. You can spot them. Yeah. 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 Like you're gonna be gone. But they have good intentions for, for being there. I'm rooting for them. Yeah, rooting from them, and then maybe picking a different time slot to work out <laughs> for you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the reason that we wanted to have Ryan McKenzie on uh, was to really hit on this. So give us some background about you guys for the listeners who don't know you. Yes. So my name's Ryan Angelo. My wife's Mackenzie Angelo, of course, right here. Um, so I'm a pediatric and a family chiropractor. So my focus is overall health and wellness and what that looks like in terms of all aspects of life. So yes, from a structural standpoint, because that's what, you know, number one people associate with chiropractic is, oh, you know, I always hear, you're going to snap, crack, pop, you know, I got back pain, sciatica. But no, it's really brain-based neurology. Because as your brain goes, so your body goes, no matter what. Um, and that's really where we, the foundation we start at, because no matter what, that's truly the foundation how God created us. You know, we, there, there's no spine, spinal, or there's no brain transplant or spinal cord transplant. You can transplant a heart, you can transplant a, you know anything else, but your brain and spinal cord. So if you don't have that foundation right, you have nothing right. Wow. That's interesting. I obviously see Ryan like three times a week, and I've never yeah. thought of it like that. Right. You can't put someone else's brain, even though sometimes you probably want to put yours in me to understand you better. Remember that movie? What was that movie? There's been so many like that. Oh, the recent one. They give half the brain, so they're like half there. It's creepy. Mm, Sounds good. (laughs) Sounds creepy too. Or there's a new movie where she can hear all men's thoughts. That looks funny. What men want. (laughs) That looks funny. Sounds like good. It's a twist off of what women want. Yeah. That was hilarious. That was funny. I can't wait to see it. With Mel Gibson. Yeah. Then he went a little crazy. Anyways, oh, yeah. 
Tell us about yourself, Mackenzie. <laughs> well, I'm Mackenzie, and I am a nanny, a blogger, and a chiropractor's wife. <laughs> Amen. That's a lot. I, I love it. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I just like... My passion to see like children walk in health and stuff. So like just being a nanny as well, like that, um, it's been really fun to mm -hmm. like imply and to give tips and tricks to yeah. moms and stuff like that. Which so. is super helpful yeah. because you know, we, I mean, I, I wouldn't have known a lot of the things that you've shared with us if you weren't who mm -hmm. you were. Yep. You right. know, from Our, the basic things of hundred percent pooping. Right. To yeah. Chrissy did not know fevers. how to poop until Shut up. Ryan <laughs> It's oh, we're talking about children. <laughs> we're children. Oh. And Gwen yeah. was little and she didn't poop and you weren't you hadn't graduated at that point and mm -hmm. so I had to go to somebody else, but I'm not kidding, on the way home. It happened. It all came out. It was yeah. and It happens all the time. Like the little boy, I nanny, we bring him or I bring him to get adjusted and he like gets adjusted like two minutes later. I'm like, there He's it good. Is. He's <laughs> good. He's good. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you just don't know. And especially if you're like a new mom. Yep. I mean, yeah. You really don't well, know. So even, yeah. even the aspect of when a child's first born, yeah. you said it's as traumatic as. I mean, it's just traumatic. It's, I mean, when you're looking at the amount of force that is applied on a child coming out the, uh, the birth canal, it's absolutely the most traumatic event that any one of us go through. Tell right. me about um, it. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the thing where, um, but, you know, at, at, and it's kind of like, so ex expect that and, ex you know, knowing what you went through and expecting you to just function like that right afterwards, like a baby's right. supposed to do, you know, as a child coming into a new world, you know, under bright lights and a guy wearing a mask. Like, that's a, that's a whole new world they're coming into. Yeah. And then we're expecting them to be like, okay, like, only cry when you need something and then sleep here yeah. normally and then go to the bathroom normally. See you mm -hmm. later. And, you know, and realistically that lifestyle or how, what we're doing with kids these days is not congruent with what health is yeah. and how our ancestors raised kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. So and even when, when we had Vivi, well, when you had Vivi, I was there cheering you on, um, <laughs> that you literally within an hour were adjusting. was like adjust 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You were there adjusting her. Oh yeah. Because yeah. like you, you've said before, the way that I was thinking was like a car accident. Like mm -hmm. after a car accident, you know, you hear people like, they're like, oh, I'm all right. But then over time they're like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. like they really feel it. And even having that mindset like your child just went through yeah. this what's the care that we're giving them sure. versus like you just said oh time don't cry unless there's you got a pooper you're hungry yeah yeah no and it's one of those things where you can you can literally not even allow or you can halt all the progression or progressive uh chronic illnesses that this child could suffer from like you know asthma um adhd asperger's like all these sensory processing if you just get literally the foundation right at the beginning mm -hmm. you know and so often we once again we don't get help until the symptom shows up when realistically that you know we're you know so late on that yeah. um, i always tell people you know the, the uh, last thing to show up is the uh pain or symptom and the first thing to go away is that pain or symptom yeah. so right. yes you know if you're coming in with back pain Honestly, it's it's that's not like the the hard part to change. the 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 problem is, is you know, it's not a back issue; it's a brain issue. Mm -hmm. And no matter what symptom you have, it truly comes down to it. it's a brain issue because God made us self healing, self regulating. Yeah. So we have to ask ourselves the hard question as to, well, why isn't this actually happening like it should? Yeah, I think it's cool too how like God puts you to like aligned with having the same passions, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. together and what that For looks sure. like. Yeah, yeah, but I think you should. Um explain what you do because you're not like yeah. an ordinary like not that they're ordinary but uh snack 
snap, crackle, pop chiropractor yeah. where you adjust manually. Because um, even our dad still oh, yeah. refers to you like, oh, I need to get a crack. You know, yeah. it's like, and a lot of no. like, I need Ryan to get a crack. That's bad. <laughs> my my dad's good. like, I need crack. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, or I need Ryan, I need you to snap my back or crack my back or crack my neck. Or, and it's yeah. just, that's not what you do. Yeah. No, and it's really interesting. I had uh, a little boy who started care um, last week, and his, da his dad bringing him in, him in the office was the first time for that this week. And, um, you know, the dad, after seeing me adjust him, he was like, you know, he's like, so that thing, you know, cracks the bone back in place. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm really glad that you brought that up and you, you know, uh, presented that question, but no, we're not actually trying to, you know, crack anything back in place. All we're worried about is, okay, if, if, if the end product is a bone coming out of place, we have to ask, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. Bones don't just, you know, just magically go out of the Like right. if my arm just right. came out of yeah. socket, that would be abnormal. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's saying like, okay, well, a muscle is pulling something out mm. and a muscle is, let's face it, you know, without a nerve, a muscle is very dumb yeah. because, you know, you look at someone who's paralyzed. They have all the muscles that they need. Right. Why aren't they working? Wow. Yeah. So right. you really have to go back to the underlying issue. Once again, is to be like, okay, well, if a nerve controls everything, let's actually make sure that nervous system is functioning properly. Yeah. and actually make the proper adjustments through yeah. the nervous system. Yeah. And once the brain rewires itself, then everything else will actually you know, become self-healing, self-regulating like we were meant to be. Yeah. What is it called? The Torque technique. release technique. So if you're wondering what it looks like, you could probably look it up on YouTube, yeah. right? And see yep. someone actually do it that way. Yeah. Or if somebody wants to find somebody in their area, what would they search? So, I mean, you can definitely look up in terms of like whatever area you're at, torque release technique, chiropractor. Oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, so yes, yeah, so you can look up online and that way you can actually, or on YouTube, see what, yeah. you know, in terms of what the adjustment looks like. Um, it, it looks a lot like another technique out there that's called activator. Um, and it's one of those things that it's completely different. It's just the, the similarities that they both have a civil, silver metal uh, instrument yeah, that is actually the delivering build it. of the tool is yep. similar, but it does a totally different thing. Yeah. I want to, I want to just, um, cover like a really practical, um, thing that I feel like as a mom, if I didn't know anything about what you did, yep. what could this do for my family? I have seen, um, a child come into your office who has autism, who never talked, never would eat more than four different foods, yeah. would not go to the bathroom regularly. She's doing all of those things. She is sleeping normal. She's going to the bathroom. She's eating all sorts of food. She's functioning through the roof. She's talking. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of them. Yeah. Um, Another little boy that just started, and these are just little kids. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a lot of adults too. <laughs> but These kids are like under the age of 10. Yeah, another little yeah. boy who's very recent, I mean, does not sleep. I mean, mm -hmm. he's up at all hours of the night, and now he's sleeping normal, and After everybody knows. After first adjusting, he slept through the night. Yeah, right. and so. And then even when somebody thought they had to get uh, tubes in yep. their ear. Yeah, for ear instead. infections. Right. And yep. then, um, they didn't they have to do that. They got adjusted. Yeah, and the, the parents like. So we're gonna go this route, and she went back, and she had like 100 percent mm -hmm. like in her ears. Yeah. So that was really cool to hear. So for all the moms out there, those are just a very few yeah. of the very practical things mm -hmm. that this type of care yeah. can take care of. And constipation. Constipation. <laughs> Sorry, Gwen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really is yeah. though. Like I mean huge how it makes a difference you know again and me a 33 year old all the way yeah. down to a three-year-old yep. and younger a baby yeah. you know mm -hmm. vivi gets adjusted our 19 month old and yeah. she's been adjusted since 30 minutes out of your belly yeah, yeah. i thought you were gonna say something else yeah. <laughs> you, always say, you always say um you know just like widening the brim of the cup we're yeah. not trying to like 
keep it to where it's overflowing, but just like opening the capacity that they yep. can carry and like, yeah. we're not trying to take all the bad stuff out, but we're trying to put good stuff yeah. in. So then the bad stuff falls off. Yeah. And that's, you know, we were in such a world where, you know, we focus so much on the symptoms, the diagnosis, all of that, that we've really identified, we, we don't even realize that, Hey, on the flip side of the coin is health and no one ever taught us how to mm. focus on health because yeah. once again, you go to the medical doctor and it's not nothing wrong with the medical doctor, but it's saying that their training is solely in sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. So when you go to them, well, you know, that's what you should be expecting to hear. Like, Hey, you have this sickness or, you know, Hey, this disease is going on in your body, mm -hmm. but it's never saying like, Hey, what is health and wellness and how do I achieve it? Yeah. Well, even just as a, as a, an example, most recent Gwen, she got really sick a couple of weeks ago. I straight looked in her throat and she had the white patches yep. mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And so I'm not one to run to the doctor. I, I don't know if I text you or not, but we got adjusted and then I came up with some random thing, but I was reading online mm -hmm. yeah. and it said at any given point, so let's say I took one to the doctor and they won't swab your throat if they don't think that you don't have strep throat, right? Mm -hmm. But at any given point, if they did do that, strep throat would show up. Yep. And so if I'm going in and you know they don't know what's wrong and they swab, oh, you got strep throat, here's an antibiotic. Mm -hmm. Well. Okay, but yeah. if you would have done this six months ago when she's totally healthy mm -hmm. and it would have shown up positive. Get out. Yes. They would still give you an antibiotic Listen, or something that Every you don't time even... I used to go to the doctor when yes. I was younger, Dr. Shaw said I had strep throat. Yeah. Every time I had strep throat. Because you there are particles in your it, it's always there. That make it the test positive. Yes. Wow. And wow. so I gave Gwen um I, there's like this huge rave about elderberry now, but we actually use it on a regular basis and I, because it quote unquote tastes good to my kids, I just, um, uh, shaved garlic. Yeah. It's not called shaved, Grated. but great. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a chef. As you can tell, I shaved the garlic. He <laughs> got his razor on it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, can you get your Mach 3? But it's a fusion. But I just put it in the elderberry, yeah. and I am not kidding. I checked her throat 30 minutes later, and the white patches were gone. That's so amazing. She still had a fever, and she still needed to lay low like a day, a day yeah. and a half. You know, your body needs yeah. to rest because it's fighting this infection off. Yeah. But it was gone. Yeah. And I just think that um, thinking different yeah. is um, the important thing. And that's what really this whole discussion yep. is based upon because I was listening to Craig Rochelle leadership podcast and he was talking about for the new year, kind of like the same thing. You're trying to create resolutions. What do you do? And he said, really, it's based on who you want to become. Exactly. Like that's what it should be on. And he says, so number one, based on who you want to become, what discipline do you need to start? And number two, based on who you want to become, what do you need the courage to stop? Yep. Now, a couple of weeks ago, you came in and you taught uh, the staff at Road to Life Church uh, some different things. And you had this pyramid that I, I mentioned actually last week or two weeks ago on our podcast. I just, it was awesome the way that you said that. And I was hoping that you guys could just, just digest that a little bit for us, yeah. unpack it for us. Yeah. So um, anytime in life where you're seeing a result that you want, like you once again, you want to do New Year's resolutions. Why you know, do 93% of them fail? You know, at, at the end of the year, it's, you're looking back, it's like, well, that, that person was dictated or they're predicated everything they wanted off the actions and the results. And it's like, that's fine. But when you don't have a belief system to that's actually pushing you, you're never actually going to get over the, the, the finish line. Mm -hmm. So the, this, one of my mentors, he taught me this, where it's, it's called an, uh, he calls it the epic, uh, epic belief triangle. And if you just literally draw a triangle down 
and the bottom right hand corner of that triangle, the, the bottom right point, if you just draw a circle there and write the, your results. So what, what is it that you have right now? So, you know, if let's say we want to get healthy for the new year. So right now I've, I've to, I have to own what I've, I have uh, assumed I have created, um, which is unhealthy, you know, my body. So it's like, that's where I'm at. Now, what got me there? Eating unhealthy, living unhealthy, thinking unhealthy, you know, all of that. Now, what really promoted that was your beliefs. So at what point did I just say that, hey, you know, health is, that's luck. It's not, that's not a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's, unfortunately we got dealt a bad hand and it's those beliefs that it's I my own. Genes. Exactly. It's my genes. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. My, my parents had this, I have it, my kids are going to have it. And that's really the problem. And when we already have that belief system, you can't ever change someone because once again, they're not the one, they're not even willing to be changed because you're already telling them, hey, um, I already have something that's going to block this result, so I can never even get that result. Mm-hmm. So like it's always like you know, um, every effort is only like a fifty percent effort, if that. Um, so when you draw that triangle, say, hey, this is where I'm at. Now let's look to see like once again, who do you want to be in the future, you? And it's like, well, if I want to be healthy, that's what I want my end result to be. Well, then that person's going to have to then act differently. Their their behaviors have to be different. And you know, that, so it's during this talk I had uh, the the staff write down. Tell me five characteristics of a healthy individual. You know, is that eating well? Is that thinking well? Is moving well? Is that someone who sits down and actually eats with their family? Is that someone who goes on walks with their kids? Is that someone who actually enjoys life? You know, or. Um, is that someone who takes a lot of medication? Is that someone who you know yearly has surgeries? You know they they mm-hmm. sit all day. They 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 don't eat food that actually makes them you know function better. They drink stuff that is not congruent with our health. Um, so we're really looking at that and be like, okay, give me five characteristics. And when they gave me those, it's like, okay, well then let's identify: Are we doing those? Because if, right. if we want a result, but we're not doing the ingredients you're never going to get to that result. Mm -hmm. And it comes back to, okay, well then the belief system isn't strong enough for you to actually implement those things into your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So that epic belief triangle is so powerful because it's truly identifying you. you, It makes you have ownership of your life and then the life that one day you could have, or you you can ever just be like, well, just had got dealt a bad hand and you know, and you can do this in every area of your life, your marriage, your business, where it's if you have goals and you, you, you take ownership where you're at, but where do you want to go? Yeah. Then it's saying, okay, well, what would someone be like you, exactly what you just said with Craig Rochelle is who you want to be. So it's, you know, I use this example a lot. If you see a gentleman driving a really nice car, what's our number one question we ask? What does he do? Mm-hmm. Man, I wonder what he does for a living. No, like that's really, once again, that's the do. We're always looking for the do and that's really what the New Year's resolution failure is, is tell me what to do and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're doing something without knowing why you're doing it, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not so much I wonder what he does, but it's I wonder who he be. Yeah. Who is he? Mm-hmm. Like what beliefs does he have in place that allows him to live that kind of life? Um, and when you actually become that, that's where you'll actually see, you know, your life truly. What, Transform. Yeah. yeah. Um, that reminds me of Simon Sinek's book, um, Start With Why. Yeah. And may, we'll put a link in the show notes to on YouTube. But he has a, I think it's maybe there's a 13 ver- yeah. minute version now on YouTube. But it's about that, starting yeah. with why. And that's how like Apple's so good at that, but so many other companies fail. Yeah. And that's why they're failing compared to Apple yeah. that's succeeding. I would say the hardest thing is our belief system whether it is true or not, it's true to you. Mm-hmm. So you That's can be good. living a lie, and you, once again, you're you're reaping the results of that lie. So someone can tell you like, hey, like you know, and that's really where it does come to you to do the self surgery, where it's your belief system surgery, where you're like identifying, okay, let's actually pick out why am I like you know I I do these every year I set a goal and I never achieve it. Why is that? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go to the gym, I do what I should do. I work yeah. out like I should, I you know, eat healthy. And then, you know, I fall off once I get busy with work. Well, you have essentially said that work is more important than your health. Mm. You know, yes, we need to work. We need to have a, an income. But at the end of the day, you're either going to be proactive with your health or reactive mm-hmm. where you're going to put you're investing up front or you have to invest on the back end. And the number one reason for bankruptcy in America today is because of healthcare bankruptcy. Wow. And when you say the back end, you mean you're paying for medication, oh, yeah. your hospital mm-hmm. versus yep. up front. I'm eating well, yep. I'm working out. Like, mm-hmm. And I love how you even said thinking well. Yeah. Because so many times, whether it's in marriage, whether it's family, whether it's work, we, we don't think healthy. Yep. Maybe we're doing everything else healthy, yeah. but our thoughts aren't. Oh, yeah. Right. Like what's keeping us from believing that our bodies are self-healing, self-regulating, yeah. and that God made it that way. Yeah. So what's in the way of that? Mm-hmm. It's one of the most frustrating things. And it's it's frustrating because I'm very passionate about it, but um, is the fact that when someone comes in and they, say they, they have a symptom, like once again, a fever. Okay, you know, and they're like, well, yeah, we, then we gave little Johnny, you know, an aspirin. And, you know, so right there, that's their belief system. Right. Their belief system is that our body is not able to be self-healing, self-regulating. So I have to then tell the creation that hey, the creator didn't create you properly, so then I have to then literally down-regulate your, your body's ability to have a fever and suppress it. Yeah. Where you know a fever is there for a reason. It's there to literally kill off whatever bacteria has gotten into the system. Mm-hmm. And we are trying to then dampen that down, and that's a problem because now your body's things, trying to naturally heal itself. Correct. But we get freaked out because our temperature's rising. So, yeah, exa- so because that's what you do. Like if you were going camping and you wanted to purify water yeah. to drink, you, it. you boil it. Yeah. yeah. So that's what your that's body, a really good example. Your yeah. body is doing is boiling. Yeah. You know, to get whatever it is that's not supposed to be there out of there. And it's just like such a cool way that God designed us to be literally yeah. self-healing and self-regulating. Yeah. And I always tell people the best doctor in the world is not me, it's not in a hospital, but it's truly the doctor that God already put inside of you and your mm-hmm. body. Now you have to ask yourself, if I'm not expressing health, why is that? Mm-hmm. And, I, and truly coming to the, you know, owning those hard questions and saying, hey, you know, I guess I haven't been stewarding my body well. You know, I've been putting other things before my own health. Um, am I, am I eating well? Am I thinking well? Am I moving well? How's my neurology? You know, if, cause anytime you have a symptom, once again, it's a, it's an imbalance within your neurology. You're in your, in our brain, we have a gas pedal and a brake pedal. When our gas pedal is down to the floor, when we're go, go, go in this lifestyle, why do we think we have, you know, high blood pressure? We have cholesterol issues. We have, um, you know, ear infections. We have our muscle tension, you know, and mm-hmm. that's truly where someone comes in and like, well, you know, I got a tense muscle. I need to get a massage. Don't worry, massage is great. And it definitely has this place. Now I have to ask you once again, if a nerve controls a muscle, well then if we only focus on like pushing the blood around in that area, we're never actually unlocking that nerve to actually release the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it comes back to where, you know, one of our you know greatest practice members, she's a masseuse or a massage therapist. And, you know, I always tell her, like, you know, it's, it's such a, it's a hand, it's a hand and glove relationship where, you know, if we just focus on, you know, pushing the muscle around, yes, like it feels good, but then you have repeat clients where they have to come back to you because you never actually got to that underlying uprooting yeah. uh, situation. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're like driving a car and you're pressing the gas pedal, you're going to get in a crash. Yeah. But then if you're on the brake pedal, you're right. not going anywhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is it's balance. Yeah. And to where it's, you know, and that's exactly correct where if we only drove with our gas pedal, we're going to hit things. We're going to get tickets. Yeah. And that's symptoms. Same thing. Like because he says, if we only drive with our you know emergency brake on, we're literally lagging. We're, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're dragging around this life. So it's having that balance where it's like, hey, 
when uh, something happens and let's say, you know, a, a tiger, you know, that's literally how our, our nervous system came from our ancestors. So if a tiger jumped out to try to attack us, we have the gas pedal to get us out of there. It's fight or flight. Mm -hmm. But at the, the problem is, is when we, our body's not able to get off the fight or flight, we then live in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where everything to all, you know, to cancer grows. And that's yeah. the problem where, you know, no, so no matter what you're dealing with, Crohn's disease, uh, um, arthritis, uh, autoimmune diseases, where literally your immune system thinks it's fighting itself to kill itself. Mm -hmm. You know, essentially that's what it's doing. Um, that's literally a nervous system imbalance. And, you know, you address that and then you can, you know, I'm not saying that's the only thing to do because it truly is a recipe and you, you have to have the proper ingredients for that recipe to have health. Right. It, but it's one of those things where if, you, if we're trying to, um, you know, make a salad and we don't have lettuce, that salad is not going to be a true salad. Right. You know? mm -hmm. So, um, it's really identifying, you know, there is things that health, uh, there, there's different ingredients for health. Now, are we actually hitting those ingredients and making sure that yeah. we can actually complete this recipe? Something you said at um, our talk with our staff was, and I think it's kind of like the start to change your belief yeah. system, is offend your mind to have a better heart. Yeah. Like really, sometimes we have to offend our mm -hmm. own belief system because like you said, it could be the wrong belief yeah. system and that's why we're staying in this cycle yeah. of mm -hmm. unhealthiness. Yeah. Can yeah. you like hit on that for the person that's listening and they're like, okay, I do want different results, whether it's in my marriage, in my family, in my finances, whatever, just, I have a new year's resolution. I want to succeed. Mm -hmm. How do I actually shift and make like, how do I change that belief system? So I actually hit my goal. Yeah. So it's looking at every situation and looking at the common denominator that whether it's a relationship, it's your health, it's, you know, your, your business. Um, the common denominator is you. So you have to really self-evaluate and be like, okay, am I doing what I need to do in order to be that thing I want to be, you know, in the sense of, and am I asking myself the hard questions? Like, am I willing to offend myself saying, dang, I, I, I came up short. Like I hit the mark on myself. Like, you know, I thought I was a good person, you know, when I looked at it, but you know, God showed me that like, there's areas that I still am being refined in, mm -hmm. you know, I need better communication. I, I need better this or that. Um, so it's really identifying like, Hey, like if you're willing to offend yourself, like you can grow, but yeah. if you think you know everything and that there's no, you know, essentially you are the, the, the end all be all. I mean, unfortunately, those are the individuals who they know what to do. And then I ask, well, why aren't you doing it? Mm -hmm. So, and that's the problem. It's like, well, you know, I, oh, like I know to eat healthy. I know to work out. I know to this. It's like, well, how's that do? How's it going for you? Right. Yeah. Well, not are you good. getting the result yeah. that you are aiming for? Right. And, you know, it's like, and that, so it's really owning that where it's like, dang, I'm not like, you know, I, yes, I know what to do, but I'm still not doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so then it's like, well, why aren't you doing it? Thanks for tuning in for part one of our interview with Ryan and Mackenzie. And part two will be out next Monday. So be on the lookout for that. Thanks for tuning in with The Married Life. And don't forget that this February, we have The Married Life Conference coming up. And you can go ahead on our Instagram and you can go to at themarriedlife.us. And right there, you'll actually see the Eventbrite where you can get your tickets. You can click right on that link under our bio. So make sure that you go ahead and get that. Uh, so we can see you this February, February 15th and 16 for a Valentine's Day weekend at the Married Life Conference.